This episode is sponsored by the IoT Job Site, the world's only dedicated space for applying for and advertising IoT vacancies across the world. Register now for job alerts or get in touch via Let's Talk at the IoTJobSite.com. Welcome to the IoT Podcast Show. I'm your host, Tom White. Today, we are joined by Jonathan Williams. Jonathan is the Product Manager for Wireless and IoT at Twilio. Jonathan, welcome to the IoT Podcast Show. Yes. Uh, hi, Tom. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Really, really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Same here. Um, been, been looking forward to learning more about Twilio and, and hopefully our listeners as well, certainly making inroads in the industry. So it'd be great to to get into that today. Um, just to kick things off, as we normally do, can you explain a little bit about your background, Jonathan, and what led you into this crazy mad world of IoT? Of course, yeah. So my background, well, I guess I, I started as a hardware and software engineer many moons ago, um, and then worked for um, a CSR, a Bluetooth chip company initially, so in the software teams, running the software teams, and then kind of crossed over to the dark side of product management, where I ran a number of of, of the sort of large audio chips that, that um, CSR made and, and are now the Qualcomm Bluetooth audio chips. Uh, okay, yeah. From there, I went into a, a um, startup um, uh, which did primarily video conferencing where I kind of grew and ran a, a new business line within that um, video conferencing startup, which really had a sort of IoT focus to the meeting room. So we had a management portal and a back end managing meeting rooms globally for our customers um, you know, it, it, across their deployments, which, which is pretty exciting. And from there, I've kind of moved um, it, you know, back closer to the hardware, I guess, and, and into Twilio, where I look after the device builder platforms of, of Twilio. Fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, great background in uh, in, in hardware, software, uh, no CSR, no Qualcomm quite well. So uh, I think that from a networking perspective has obviously led you on quite nicely into, into Twilio. Um, jumping straight into Twilio and a bit more about some of the products and the services that the company uh, delivers. Could you talk a little bit about the Twilio customer engagement platform? Um, and how that's being used to enhance IoT as we see it today. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, you know, Twilio began really, you know, all all about customer engagement and bringing, you know, communication to whether it's web applications or mobile applications, you know, through the power of really simple APIs. So things like SMS um, connectivity or voice connectivity and all of those kind of things. So really. You know, bringing a, an almost developer-first focus to that web development community to easily add things like connectivity into those applications. You know, and since then, Twilio has obviously expanded into other types of connectivity and moved up the stack. So we now provide things like end-to-end -end contact center applications, and more recently, you know, through the acquisition of Segment, we provide sort of intelligence and insight into the actual customer data that is going over some of those channels. And it really is all about the kind of the, you know the voice of the customer and bringing all of those disparate comms mediums together. And I think for you know Twilio IoT, which is, is is almost a separate business within Twilio, you know there are almost huge parallels between what we're doing now in IoT and that early Twilio journey. So we're really looking to bring the sort of complexity of of the secure connectivity you know between IoT devices and the cloud through a similar sort of simple set of APIs. So really bringing that connectivity all the way down to the edge and the products and devices themselves, which I think is is pretty cool and exciting. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's great to hear that because one of the things that are discussed a lot on the show is, uh, is this journey, you know, from mm. device to user and how that trickles down and the waterfall approach. So the fact that you've got a series of APIs and, you know, these, these things are able to link together is so useful and beneficial because, you know, great uh, IoT uh, uh, devices and, 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 and um, kind of deployments unless they're connected and unless things work in harmony together you don't get that synergy effect and and the adoption of that will be of course a lot less in in the mainstream market um so it's really really good to hear that and, and i know recently you've launched the twilio microvisor uh for, for those building an iot device obviously there's lots of capabilities around that could you go into a little bit more on that jonathan for us yeah of course yeah so yeah so i within twilio iot we, we effectively have two sort of product lines today. So we have our, our super SIM product offering, which is a, a sort of multi-IMSI global SIM solution. So, so providing access to multiple networks globally for IoT devices. And we power, uh, you know, things like the, the various micromobility companies and, and all of those things where we're, we're, we're enabling the cellular connectivity through our multi-IMSI solution. And then on top of that, um, we, we acquired a company a few years ago that have been in the IoT space for a number of years called Electric Imp. And Electric mm -hmm. Imp offer a sort of device builder platform approach, um, you know, edge and cloud, end-to-end -end secure connectivity um, to build the devices themselves. And what we're doing is, is we're really taking all of the IP from that Electric Imp acquisition and then creating a brand new approach to the edge devices themselves. And that is our microvisor offering. And Microvisor essentially is a sort of hypervisor um, environment running on the edge that, that allows you as a developer to have you know, access to all of the hardware, all of the real-time code that you want to run on the edge device itself, but effectively protected by that, that hypervisor or, or the Microvisor, if you will, around that. So Microvisor itself enables you know, real end-to-end um, -end security, so from the factory all the way through um, through the, 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 the manufacturing phase and into the real world, you know, making sure that devices remain secure and are secure almost by design, which I think many, many devices kind of look to layer security in at the end of the development. You know, I've been there myself as a software developer. You, you, you focus on the, the, the cool and sexy features first, and then at the end you worry about, well, how do I, how do I ensure this is secure? And really building on top of Microvisor, you get to build that in from the beginning, which I think is quite important. We mm. then bring things like over-the-air firmware updates. So you want to, to effectively outsource all of those sort of boring but necessary components of your IoT device to us here at Twilio. And we manage that security, the managed connectivity, all of the, the firmware stacks, the IP stacks, everything that's running and to provide the connectivity is now hidden behind a very simple Twilio API and we're responsible for managing and maintaining all of those. So over the air updates and um, secure connectivity um, you know, and many other things. And one of the, the recent things that we demonstrated, which I think is really cool, is the ability to have remote debugging of your devices in the field. So in the way that you would you know, connect a debugger locally on your desk and set breakpoints, stop the code, start the code, change things and, and, and implement your code, we can now enable that exact same experience, but over the connectivity link, the connectivity barrier. So be that Wi-Fi or cellular, let's say you've got a device that's not behaving properly in Guatemala, you now can go to that exact device 
and connect your debugger over the connectivity link and and debug that device in real time on the other side of the world. Um, and I think that you know, as a, a software engineer at heart, that that is that is pretty exciting, right? And and something that's never been done before. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, it, it's great to hear. I mean, Saab Sembi, a uh, friend of the show and friend of the business, uh, talks about you know if it's if it's not safe, it's not smart, right? Um, exactly. And uh, and and this whole process uh, is is really really important because, as you say, from a software engineering perspective and from your background, you focus on the cool, sexy things first, and then look at the security as a, as a sort of gold plating exercise. Um, exactly. But, yeah, and and a lot of people do right because it's just natural. You want it to do what you want it to do first of all, and then the security comes afterwards. But but it's the wrong way, and it's good to know that there's more and more. Yeah, that more and more businesses yeah. are focusing on this. Right. I, I completely agree, and that's where I think you know building on top of the um, you know the the IP and the knowledge and and the people that we have with the Electric Imp acquisition. You know, security is kind of you know it's fundamental to to us you know it's in our dna if, if you will and and making sure that 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 secure approach that as, as i said you know starts in the factory you know can you trust the factory to build the product and put the right code on there um you know many many products that launch today cannot say yes to that question and and i think that's quite a scary thing you know if you can't trust the code that your device is running then you can't trust the device regardless of how how many layers of security you've put on top of that so you know, building on top of a, a secure boot and 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 a sort of a, you know a chain of trust for for the application and the code running on the device itself, I think is you know in my mind that's a mandatory you know a must-have when it comes to building mm -hmm. devices. And you know we're we're working closely with ST Microelectronics um, okay. and, and launching with the STM32 U5, which has you know some of those hardware security features built in. And then yeah. we obviously provide the, the you know the software security on top of that with the microvisor approach. Okay, fantastic. Well, I, I'm filming this from Bristol, so I did a lot of work with SD Micro uh, when cool. they still had their office in in Aztec West. So, uh, so know the company really, really well actually. So it's great it's great to hear that you're using some of their chips and and working with them because I think from from a secure aspect, a lot of obviously silicon vendors out there, uh, some of them obviously going through hard times at the moment in terms of shortages and what have you, but ST, it was always been up there from a, from a security point of view. So that's really, really good to know. Um, I feel like I'm going to hijack this to talk about embedded stuff, but I think we should touch on that a little bit more. <laughs> There's a lot of people from an embedded background who listen to the show, myself obviously included. Um, what does this mean for embedded engineers using the Twilio microvisor? Just, you know, a short summary. How, yeah. how can it... Uh, how can it improve and, and, and what they're doing? Completely. So um, I think one of the, I think the most interesting things in, in the sort of IoT and IoT platforms that have, have kind of existed so far is that, is that all of those platforms or, or the platform approaches, they kind of, they're kind of asking the developer, the embedded engineer who, who's looking at, you know, at integrating into one of these platforms, they're kind of asking you to kind of go all in in a platform way of doing things. Um, and, you know, my, as I said, my experience as a software engineer and as a, an embedded developer is that, is that generally you kind of want to own the code and you want to write that code yourself. So, um, you know, the, the ask to go all in on a platform and, and, you know, bend to the ways of the platform, I think is quite a big ask. And, and I think it's probably fair to say that, that that's one of the reasons that many of these IoT platforms that have existed until now 
arguably haven't been that successful. So the thing that is really, really different with the microvisor approach is that we enable you as the developer to you know, completely own your code running in the application space. You can use whatever operating system you want, you know, be that a bare metal implementation on, on the chip itself, be that running on free RTOS, be that some homegrown OS you've got yourself or anything, anything you want to choose. You know, equally, you can write in any programming language. So, you know, we, we will support, um, obviously, bindings for C, C++. Um, but we're also looking at providing um, support for, for things like Rust um, and MicroPython and things going forwards. But essentially, the microvisor architecture enables you as the developer to write your application your way in, you know, the way maybe you've been doing it for, for years and years. But now add in the microvisor features without having to change any of the, the ways that you write your code. Um, and I think, you know, compared to all of the other IoT platforms that are out there today, I think that makes the microvisor approach quite unique because, you know, every other platform requires you to change, you know, your, your software, your architecture, your way of working to kind of bend to the ways of the platform. Whereas with Microvisor, it just essentially wraps around your code and then through that hypervisor approach provides the, you know, the security and the trusted elements outside of that, almost completely separate to your code itself. So I think, you know, in terms of developer you know, adoption and some of the feedback we're seeing so far, you know, that is exactly what embedded in engineers want. They kind of want to own their code, but then have the the, the safety and security that Microvisor brings um, off to one side. And I think that's that's quite unique. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is, <laughs> frankly speaking, right, uh, compared to what's out there in the market. But but a really mm. nice, um, a really nice story to, 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 to talk about the way things are going and the initiatives that Twilio yeah. are taking. Um, I want to talk more about some of the use cases that Twilio are doing, actually, yeah. because I think it's important that people know. Um, recently, obviously, came across an article about Twilio IoT being used by bar analytics uh, to measure such things like buying patterns, beer quality, etc. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that would be quite interesting. Uh, definitely. I think, you know, I, I'm, and this really comes with our, our super sim, our cellular connectivity um, product that we've got. But I think when we first first launched that, that platform we probably um like everyone expected you know things like transportation logistic companies or fleet tracking yeah. asset tracking type use cases um, and obviously we've got lots of customers who, who are using using us for those kind of things but on top of that you know we, we also have this company yes called bar analytics that have actually embedded cellular connectivity into the beer taps that you see in pubs and bars um, so that gives um, bar analytics real-time data in terms of um, you know, usage and flow rates, temperatures, and um, all of those kind of things. And they've actually, you know, because of that, you know, you know getting access to that real-time data running in the bars and, and restaurants around the world, you know, that actually gives them, you know, gives them the data they need to manage their business, which I think is pretty cool. And I think the, you know, the benefit of, of cellular connectivity is quite an interesting one in that space, because you could think that, well, you know, lots of those environments might have access to Wi-Fi or other types of connectivity. But actually providing that direct cellular connection, you know, puts you as the, the, the device manufacturer in, cold, in control of your connectivity. You know, there's no reliance on the local networks, um, you know, the challenges we see when, when, when local networking goes down and those kind of things. But also because SuperSim is a multi-IMSI solution, giving you access to multiple different networks in multiple different countries, then wherever those beer taps are deployed, you know, if they're in a 
a bar on the, the 15th floor of a skyscraper or, you know, right down in the cellar somewhere, then because of the, the, the SuperSim approach to allow you to select which network you have access to, then, then Bar Analytics can actually choose which networks give them the best network coverage, um, you know, for each and every beer tap, if you like, um, which is is pretty cool. So, you know, it turns out as well as providing um, uh, connectivity for things like logistics, we're also providing connectivity for the Internet of Beer, which I think is a pretty <laughs> cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But but it's a great it's a great story, right? Because I think ultimately throughout the pandemic. A lot of the use cases uh, and a lot of the things that Twilio IoT must have been working on or, or thinking could be a solution, um, actually agile enough to to start deploying solutions in different areas. Now, of course, obviously, you know, beer, beer being obviously restricted for, for, for such a long period of time with, with, with the closures of pubs and bars, etc., you know, now that's turning around, isn't it? You know, it couldn't be more popular, you know, especially having come out from the from the recent euros right so i think the, the connect <laughs> the connecti- connectivity element and and the, the really the wide adoption of various use cases is and i always say it's almost limitless isn't it you know it's just another example of of where you can put a sensor where you can put a cellular network uh, or cellular device um and 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 start using that and it, it's absolutely fantastic to hear and i'm and i'm always kind of uh pleasantly surprised and astounded by just yet another example of what we can do with iot in general uh and i think internet internet of beer is a great one definitely going to coin that um <laughs> what what else is going on with twilio at the moment in terms of other use cases anything else that you want to share anything anything as cool as the internet of beer jonathan i, I think i think the beer one probably wins but i i you know i was i was thinking of um you know some of our other customers um, that, that we're working with at the moment. So I think of people like, you know, Airthinks that are doing air quality monitoring, um, which again is, is is quite topical, obviously at the moment. And also um, a company based here in the UK called FreeSpace that are, that do um, occupancy sensors, so desk uh, desk usage. And I think when we're all looking at the kind of return to the office aspects then you know enabling enabling the facilities managers to know how many people are using which desks to be able to have dynamic cleaning schedules so that you can clean a desk when it's been used in preparation for the next per- person and keep the the sort of flow of people um, at the right rate for for everyone as we return to the office is pretty cool and and there's an example where you know freespace took our device builder platform and built effectively a a new product for them um, in a matter of months to kind of address that market. And I think that, for me, really shows the, the, the sort of power of adopting or, 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 or working with a platform approach as you build a product. Right? Because all of those, you know, as I, as I said earlier, those sort of necessary or the boring components that you need to create a connected, secure device, you get to inherit all of those and then really focus on the cool, you know, value-add bits of your application. And that's exactly what FreeSpace have done in, in rolling out their uh, you know their their latest product, which I think is pretty cool. And um, you know behind that, we're working with you know multiple companies across multiple different sectors. Um, you know, and and I think we'll see a whole a whole load of um, uh, of sort of both SuperSim and Microvisor powered um, products come to market fairly shortly, which is is quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, no, it's fantastic to hear. I mean, I think you you mentioned air quality, so we we had air things recently on the podcast talking about obviously their sensors and, and uh, yeah. air quality monitoring in, in inside buildings and domestic 
settings. Um, and I think the, the connectivity platform that, you're, that you've got, and you talk about free space and being able to build on this, is, is opening up the amount of use cases, isn't it? It's opening up the amount of people that are able to bring something together. That combined with Microvisor uh, is fantastic. And, it, and it's great to hear of a platform enabling people to do this without the rigmarole of having to set this up from, from, from the ground. And that's often been the blocker in the past. Is people have these great ideas and, uh, and a vision to create something, but without the firm foundations, it's almost, a, it's almost too much of a challenge. Um, so it'd be lovely to, to follow Twilio IoT and some of the use cases that um, that are going to come out in, in in coming months and years because, yeah, I mean, crikey, it's, it's going to be absolutely loads, isn't there? Um, on that note, so so for you personally, uh, and I think you've done a fantastic job of obviously explaining Twilio, Twilio IoT, etc. But what what are the most exciting things that you believe are going to be built on some of these platforms, and and where where do you think the future is going with all of this? I think um, I think that's a really interesting question. You know, for me personally, um, you know, I think that that kind of uh, joining of the this almost the voice of the customer and and the way that when you uh, you know you have an app um, and uh, a company that that kind of knows all about you as a customer through your customer engagement is is obviously something that that, that Twilio are uh, you know quite involved in today. I think extending that so that you know your your habits and your and the data that's associated with you and the things that you do is not just the buttons that you click on on a website or an application, but it now extends to the way that you use all of the products around you. I think is quite exciting and and almost the the kind of the way that you use or interact with a company's um, uh, you know, products and services, I think that is the exciting thing that's really going to drive the sort of, you know, the, almost the next generation of, of customer engagement. And, and, and we like to think of that as almost, you know, the voice of the product kind of tells you more about the customer than, than the, the customer itself. Because, you know, when you, when you interact with the customer, maybe you do that through you know, a, a time of purchasing or, mm. um, you know, when they interact with an app. But with the product, you know, the customer will use that for many years beyond that. You know, my robot Hoover, for example, goes off um, or, or, you know, whatever, five times a week. And being able to know that from the, the uh, you know, the company that, that, that owns that, I think is quite exciting. Um, and being able to then offer services layered on top of that is, is I think, you know, something that, that we're going to see more of, um, which is, again, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Jonathan, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Really appreciate your time and explaining in more depth what Twilio does. I think for our, our listeners and for me in particular, it's great to hear about some of these use cases and a little bit more about the technology that Twilio is creating. Uh, so we really appreciate you sharing that. For anyone that wants to follow up after this podcast and, and look online for other content, uh, where's the best place for people to go out and find a bit more about Twilio? Yeah, if you if you search online for Twilio IoT, that should take you to our, our, our top level page on, on the Twilio website, and from there you can learn more about both Microvisor and the SuperSim connectivity offering. So, um, you know, SuperSims super are are uh, uh, you know it's, it's a GA product now, so you can order those SuperSims and get started straight away. And we've got you know many millions of devices out there using those SuperSims today. And with Microvisor, we 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 are just just launching now. Um, this the sort of private beta access to that. So you know you sign oh, up cool. to the private beta, 
um, and then and then can kind of join into the, the, the sort of um, you know internal review of that and we'll obviously share all, all the code and all the documentation with you to get you up and running straight away so yeah come and join us at Twilio IoT it's yeah lots of exciting things happening Jonathan thank you until next time take care cheers Tom thanks very much and if you'd like to find out a bit more about Twilio, obviously follow the links and the content that Jonathan had kindly shared. And to get involved in the conversation, as usual, follow the hashtag, the IoT podcast. Get involved in the comments, ask some questions. We're interested to know your thoughts. No suggestion is a bad suggestion. And we look forward to joining you on the next episode. <laughs>